three, two, one, penis. penis. All right. Oh, wait. That's our audio saying. Was I supposed to say it? No, because I, I edit it, so I time it up from when I say penis when I hear you say it. Uh, yeah, it just it just works. Okay. I thought I, I thought we all had to be saying. I mean, that would be interesting to know for the sake of calibrating, like, the latency between each of us by, like, comparing the time difference, but... But that's we're not doing mathematics here. We're not doing science. We're syncing audio. Science rules. Science is I have a fucking mug over on my nightstand I got from the Arizona Museum of Natural History. That's a T Rex wearing sunglasses and it has like this uh like pantone background, like all these like colors. Uh and it's it's it says something like science isn't dead or something. I haven't washed it. Guys, like we're gonna year. we're gonna have to speed this up right now. My my audacity says I only have the disk space remaining for 167 hours and 43 minutes of recording. No, I don't know if we can get this done in time. Well, <laughs> I I guess we have to wrap this up. Thanks for watching uh, Late Night with Big and Wow. No, but actually, welcome to Late Night with Big and Wow. <laughs> yeah, you I just guess. got fooled. You thought it was the end of the episode, but it's actually the beginning of the episode. Debated. Yes, I am Mia. Other co-host, Emmy, say hi. Don't tell me what to do. I fucking we have to do intros, you fucking bitch. And special guest. It guests. wasn't even till last. <laughs> Welcome our special guest. It's Chandler. It's fucking proper podcast etiquette, you cunt. You're doing a good job. Welcome Chandler to our show. Thank <laughs> you for joining us. Glad to be here. Are you truly? I could be playing Mario Kart. <laughs> We ripped Chandler away from the new Mario Kart tracks that are releasing right now. To, they released uh, ten minutes ago. Yeah, and yep. now now you're stuck here with us. Like through like three tracks right now. You're stuck here in detention with us for the next hour. Yeah, it's because I had too many uh, C's on my report card. Mom said I have to do this. I'm grounded in my room with no electronics except for podcasting equipment. Uh, makes sense. You would get a lot of C's considering the only video game you play. That's exactly. true. Thieves amongst the sea is the game he plays. I I love doing funny commendations for funny cosmetics. That's literally the entire gameplay loop. What's your mm. uh, What's your style right now? What aesthetic do you, do you do you go for in the game? Like your ship and your pirate. Uh, my ship is like this new set that came out. Uh, they released the brand new fancy chest of fortune that's Ooh. worth like twenty thousand dollars, and they released a ship set for turning in thirty of them um it's like it's like hydra themed it's like a hydra sails with glowing eyes like a hydra figurehead with glowing eyes and like this like yellow and like blue theme kind of which are like my two hydra favorite. sails hydra wives yeah it's like my two favorite colors are yellow and blue so that's like the ship set that i use and then my pirate i'm kind of going for like minimalist with tattoos basically like just some basic pants and a basic belt and a headband so you can still see my hairstyle and then a bunch of tattoos like all over him. You're like the Steve Jobs of pirates. Or like Bill Gates. Keep it simple. True. What would your pirate name be? All three of us. If you were a pirate, what would your name be? Yarmy. <laughs> <laughs> I've put in my vote. <laughs> and you put in your vote and no effort. I've inserted <laughs> my submission. <laughs> Chandler. You asked and I delivered the answer. Hmm. Chandler. <laughs> I feel like I would have to be some iteration of a beard name, right? Could be, yeah. You got a, you got quite the scruff going on right now. <laughs> Midbeard. <laughs> you know what? You know what? My... <laughs> yeah. Yar. Average Joe Beard. Midbeard the average. Oh. Nothing special about me, the seven seas. <laughs> I'm just a guy. I've got an economically realistic amount of loot. I'm just working me nine to five on the ship. <laughs> I clock in, swab the deck, clock out, and go to bed. Repeat. Arr, Captain, it be time for me smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> Eat, sleep, pirate, repeat. Arg, Captain, these living conditions on the boat are pretty shitty. I think me and the other pirates are going to unionize. <laughs> you definitely would be Captain Midbeard because of your extensive knowledge of navigating 
that video game's fake ocean. <laughs> yeah, fiction, it's kind of sad that I've memorized seas. where like literally everything is. I think my pirate name would be like uh, Todd. It's a good pirate name. Ooh, I thought of one. I'll be Abraham Lincoln. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a whole step removed from Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, Captain of the Seven Seas. <laughs> he freed the sloops. True. So did we want to talk about, like, how, how long are we going to wait before we get into the lore of Sensational? Because Chandler doesn't know anything about it. But it's something that we forgot to talk about last week. I have no I idea know. what that even is. Uh, just look for a picture of a guy that has top text there's that sensational. says sensational. Yes. And there's another one below that says unsensational. Emmy, do you want to explain this one? We posted it to the Twitter. I can explain part of it. I also see one where Markiplier has been edited to be holding a fat blunt. And his, <laughs> bl- blood, his eyes are bloodshot. I don't know why I couldn't get that one out. The uh, sensational thing comes from that... We were looking, Mia and I were hanging out one night, and I was streaming my just microphone research. I was searching stuff, and we, um, I looked up a guitar center near me, and we came upon different reviews of it, and there was someone who left a review named Jay Sensation. I think it was just Jay Sensation. Ray Sensation. I don't think his name was Ray. And so we just like clicked on it and apparently you can look at like Google reviewers like profiles or whatever. Um, They have like profiles of places they've reviewed and apparently this guy has done enough to have a very extensive profile. His name was Ray Sensation, which was fascinating enough, but we just went and did this deep research on this one guy that we'd never heard of. You went down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we found out this rabbit hole because he took pictures at like all of these places. It was just pictures like, like that. Um, like, like if you go to forty-year-old dad selfie. Yeah, and there's just so many of them, and like there were pictures of him in clubs with like just women around him, everywhere, and it was so weird because we've never because I've never gone down any kind of rabbit hole for a Google review. But to find, like, a personality behind it. And then we ended up finding out that he goes to these different various places because he has some kind of production company and they make stuff. Wolf Eye Films. And he, he, one of his things he did was he shot something with Steve Harvey. This, like, Steve Harvey fucking, like, promo or something. It's basically a cap cut edit of Steve Harvey. (laughs) I think it's yeah, called it's really like weird. Steve Harvey Fashion King. F A S H I N King. That's weird. Oh, also, yes, this man does not f- fluently speak English. Also, no, I think he's out. from Venezuela. I think is where it was. I don't remember. But this ended up being like, like a couple hours of, well, at least like an hour. Solid of hour. our lives. And then there was just this hilarious picture of him that we captioned sensational. And we just kept getting pictures of him. Like, there's a picture of him with Steve Harvey in our in our server chat. Yeah, yeah, I see it. From something, the unsensational picture is from something he filmed. It's just like a screen cap from it, because that guy's acting is terrible. <laughs> and he looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, so. just that random guy with the most pained looks smile. Like anytime I have to try to force a smile for a photo. Exactly. Yeah. Somehow worse. That's supposed to be a man Which happy with his family at Christmas. Have we posted Unsensational? No, I don't think so. We gotta we gotta put that up with uh this episode. If I remember, I'll put uh well I guess I don't have to remember because I listened to the whole thing back. I'll put uh yeah. both pictures on screen now. There they are. Whoa! Look at them. There's pictures on the screen. There's pictures on the screen. They're still on the screen. They've been on the screen too long. Get them out of here! Oh shit, they're coming back. Oh no, they came back. No, they're doing a backflip. <laughs> oh no, they're having sex. No. Censor it, censor it, censor it. Quick. I almost got demonetized there. That was close. That yeah. was crazy. It's a good thing they're just drinking coffee at a table in New York in a cafe right now. <laughs> and that's all they're doing. Oh shit. I think what I was about to propose. 
<laughs> he said yes. Let's go. Yeah. That's sensational. Sensational. Chandler, what do you think of that lore? I think it's very intriguing. I never even thought about like just going in and like review rabbit holing. Again. I care so little about reviews. This only was because I was just doing random microphone research before I bought this one and we happened to stumble upon that and his name fascinated us so that we did that research. Yeah, it's just such an eye-catching name, Ray Sensation. Like if his name was just like Ray insert random last name yeah because it was like he took a picture of like a piano or something that i guess he got at a guitar center and then his name is ray sensation i was like oh i wonder if that's like a stage name and then we went on the deep dive we went ray too deep that ended up being a great deal of our lives that we wouldn't want back <laughs> the universe can keep that one i'm happy with it yeah as long as it was time well spent in your eyes it's time well spent uh, time spent with friends is time well spent. But what if those friends are actively stabbing you? Then is it time well spent? I don't know. Do we attend a stabbing club every Sunday? Maybe I do. Are you, are you a veteran member of stabbing club? Yeah. See, we, we always pick on the new guy and stab him until he bleeds out. Ah. And then we, uh, we summon the word of Cthulhu and resurrect him and have a laugh about it. We do a similar thing at a clubbing club. What do you do at clubbing club? I wonder. I wonder. Really, really a thinker. It's funny enough, we do a very similar thing at thinking club. You you pick on the first, like, the newest member, and you think really hard at them, like... Yeah. <laughs> 1,000 years in mine prison. <laughs> Change. <laughs> Chandler, what's up in your world? Like, just what's happening right now? Yeah, what's happening? How you doing? I would describe my current state of being as mildly concerned for my long-term health based on my sleeping patterns, but too lazy mm. to fix it. Damn. Because right now I stay up until like 3, 4 a.m. and call, and then I'll stay up till like 6, 7 a.m. on my phone, and then I'll just wake up whenever I have to go do something, whether that's going to work at like 3-something, whether it's class at 10 a.m., like it's going to be tomorrow, or anything and then mm -hmm. just one day when i'm free i'll sleep for like 20 hours straight and i know not getting enough sleep is bad for you not having regular sleep is bad for you and sleeping for too long is bad for you and i'm i'm checking off all like bad sleeping habits what's yeah. what, what's uh what's causing your bad sleep just a bad habit or uh you getting distracted it's mostly a bad habit i would say like i'm just like, because I work most days until, like, 10, I don't want to, like, work and then immediately go to sleep. So then I'm, like, I got to have some meaningful, like, me gaming time yeah. or me on my phone time or doing whatever. You got to reclaim your hours. Yes, I, I reclaim my hours at night, basically. Now, Emmy, you had a question. Yeah. I sure did. <laughs> oh, no. No, I remember what it was. I was just letting that ride out longer. What is everyone's, like, big picks from this Mario Kart drop? Like, I have to remember... I have to remember what the maps were that came out. That I don't really give a shit about that bath one that they made. I don't remember what they were. Squeaky clean sprint! Oh, I yeah. I do not fucking care. Dude, I'm a Moonview Highway enthusiast. I'm excited about Moonview Highway. Moonview Highway is pretty hype. I'm personally what the fuck was sure it? everybody is like most excited for koopa cape which i don't blame them i love koopa cape not as much oh as you know what i'm excited personally. about more than anything pd piranha i love pd piranha i'm so hype about i i did not think they were actually gonna put it in the game but i'm so sex hype about daisy cruise or daisy cruiser oh yeah i love daisy cruiser that's such an interesting map for them to bring back but it's so dope and they redid it i can like i'm looking at the trailer and i can like see things they changed about it to make it more like modern it's such a dope it's i i mean it's a hard map to navigate but i hope it is a little 
I hope it's got a nice spin on it with what with the new mechanics and stuff because it was a double dash map. I'm excited about all the new racers. I will still be picking Luigi every single race. That's pretty based. I'm probably just going to keep running the same car because I don't feel like changing it. That's that's how I feel. What would be like your dream like course to be added to Mario Kart? Any like franchise, any stage or theme? Like for me personally, I'd love if like if like the Wii Sports Resort Island was turned into a track. What would what would be that be awesome. for you? You know what's funny? You should get Mario Kart Seven because there's two courses from Mario Kart Seven that have the Wii Sports Island as a track. Oh my god. Wait, do I? I might have Mario Kart 7. Is that on 3DS? Yes. Yeah, I have that. There's Woohoo Loop, and I forget what the other, the name of the other one is. But they're like, they're like, I think one of them is like three laps, and one of them is like a really long one lapper. Huh. That has segments, kind of like some of the Mario Kart. That's what a lot of people that have played that game want to come back from Mario Kart 7. I don't think it's coming back. Yeah. They also added Koopa Cape. I mean, honestly, with these DLC courses, Mario Kart has really been schlobbing on my knob a little bit. <laughs> like, I've gotten, like, all, like, Waluigi Pinball, Shroom Ridge, Sky Garden. Like, everything they keep coming out with is, like, Chandler wants that in the game. Like, Calamari Desert is one I never played. I'm like, Calamari Desert looks so cool with the train. I want that in the game. And then they added it. The only courses like from my childhood that I would really like to see that I haven't got. I want Airship Fortress from Mario Kart DS. Oh, yeah, true. Can't even think of a single Mario Kart Wii track that I would even want that isn't already in the game. Maybe like Toad's Factory or something, or is Toad Fa Toad's Factory? Maybe the uh, Nintendo DS no. battle map. Um, <laughs> I, I would appreciate Mushroom Bridge, personally. Um, I really like Mushroom Bridge. It's a very interesting highway map. But there's also, um, I'd have to look up all the Double Dash courses. I'm just I'm now them. remembering the idea that I had for Mario Kart quite a while ago that I thought would be like a cool game mode addition to the game of hybrid tracks. That being that once you reach like a certain halfway point on one track, it becomes a different track and like it like blends in or like you go through a warp or whatever. Like the way that Smash Bros mm -hmm. does stage switching in Ultimate. I still would really like that. I think that'd be a cool mechanic. I wouldn't mind DK Mountain either. I like DK Mountain. Do we have a... Wario Stadium? We have Waluigi Stadium. Waluigi Stadium? Wario Stadium is in, like, the DS Wario Stadium? The one that's, like, all dirt, and it has, like, the high walls. Kind of, like, circles in towards the center. That's Wario Coliseum. Wario Coliseum. We don't have it. There's Wario Coliseum, and there's two Wario Stadiums. There's one from N64 and one from oh, DS yeah. that are completely different. There's Dino Dino Jungle, too. That would be fun. I think I'm thinking of the N64 one, perhaps? Mayhaps? N64 one? It's, it's like all, like, brown mud, right? Yeah, They're... yeah. That's yeah, so that's, that's, that's N64. Wario Stadium in DS is more like dirt, and there's a bunch of jumps and fire, kind of like how Waluigi Stadium is a little bit, and there's some sections with, like, mud. Do you think the reason why we can't get Wario Stadium again is because only one person can have it at a time, the way that, like, companies buy out sports stadiums to be like, Chase Field! Well, Wario Stadium DS is in the base Mario Kart 8. Base. But we have not seen Wario Stadium N64 remade. I think it's, like, the only N64 map or something that hasn't been remade or something like that. Do you have any uh, N64 games you're particularly fond of? Any old, like, retro things? No, I'm not really into retro stuff, I'll be honest. Like, I haven't really ever emulated them. I didn't get to grow up with any of those. Like, my first consoles were uh, the Nintendo Wii and the Xbox 360. So. I can think of one thing that's retro that you like, and that's Pokemon. Well, yeah, but I don't even play, like... I haven't even. I think I've played through the Generation Two games one time. Would Generation Three even count as retro? So I do like Gen Three a lot. I think fifteen years is the cutoff for retro. Like the Wii is now retro. Oh well, yeah. There, Pokemon would probably be that. Uh, I have a. I always will have a soft spot in my heart for very specific 
cheap Xbox games that my parents got me when ah, I was a true. kid that I realize now they definitely got from the bargain bin. Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard of the Ridge Racer series before? Yeah, yeah. Ridge Racer 6 for the Xbox 360 was my first, like, console video game ever. I did, pl- I did it. We did have, like, a, an old ass computer that I played some, like, point and click games on. That were like educational when I was really young, but like my first like video game, video game was Ridge Racer Six. I always have a soft spot for that game. I was horrible at it. We would get sixteenth out of sixteenth place every time, and when I play with my brothers, we get fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth place every time. We thought that zigzagging your car made it go faster. That's not that's not how cars work. No. <laughs> maybe maybe you thought all the other cars were alligators and you were running away from them. We just didn't even care that, we, like, we would never, we'd almost never see the other cars in, after, like, the beginning of the race, so we never even really, like, factored them into the car Is experience. that what made you think that you were, like, way ahead? Is because you never saw them again, no, you thought never, you were ahead of them? We knew we weren't winning. We knew we weren't winning, <laughs> but we didn't care. We were just having fun. You know? It was a simpler, we were, like, six, five, and four, I think, or something, like, or maybe, like, seven, six, and five when we started playing that game. What was like the age for like both of you? Like what uh what age did you like actually start being competent at video games and weren't just like dumb baby always coming in last place? That depends on what kind of game you're talking about cuz you say coming in last place but I would say Mario Kart DS is the first game that I really sat down and got good at. Like barely having the competency to play the game at all to actually being able to play the game as intended. I think, I think like, once I got my Nintendo DS and started playing games on there is when I actually started becoming competent. But I think Mario Kart was the first, because I, re- I really wish they would bring this back, but they'll, they'll never bring it back in a million, trillion, quadrillion years. There's certain features from Mario Kart DS I wish were in the series again. Like, in Mario Kart DS, drifting by, like, like hitting the directional, like, spamming the yes. directional inputs, like, kind of, like, wiggling, like, to get your drift that faster. That still messes me up today. No, yeah, I, I, I've kind of, I played so much Mario Kart 8, I've kind of, like, gotten rid of the habit. But man, like, when I first started playing, like, Mario Kart Wii, and even, like, Mario Kart 8, I would just wiggle the control, like, I would get drift faster, and I just wouldn't. I also wish they would have the mission mode back from DS. That shit was fire. Oh, yeah. Now, Emmy, what about you? What age did I start playing competently... Like what? Like what's the first video game you f- you were like I'm good at this game? Like yeah, what age or what game? I wasn't really like I'm good at this game. I like played games and beat a lot of them. If I couldn't beat them, I quit them. Real, I did real. Like I I I grew up on single player. I wasn't. I mean, I was only playing against comms and DS most of the time. Like when I, I'm not even talking about that. Like. We'd play Mario Kart and Smash sometimes as siblings or whatever or friends, but we, but it wasn't like, like nobody was really good like that. It wasn't really like any of us were trying to to question when I, what age I was when I started taking video games seriously and playing them competently is hard because. I always took them seriously. I don't remember what game I would have beaten first, but I mean, I started with the N64 and the GameCube. Like, I played a lot on both of those, and my main things I can remember about the N64 are Mario 64 and Smash and uh, GoldenEye. And I'm pretty sure I beat GoldenEye. On GameCube, it was like Melee, um, Mario Kart. I never had Mario Kart 64. GameCube was a lot of like me watching my dad play more than anything, but I can remember beating some games like SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom here and there. There was just no like straight up development in my competence playing the games that I can recall because I didn't track it like that. It doesn't help that my memory sucks, but, like, 
I still, to this day, play video games, and depending on the game versus my ability to play it, it either works or it doesn't work. So it's just kind of always been like that. Cool. So let's say eight. I don't think I understood any video game I played. Even though I beat Spider-Man on the PS1 when I was like five years old, I don't think I had any like competent grasp of what was happening in video games and like the structure of them until I was maybe like, I think around like nine or ten, my brain actually turned on when playing video games. And I was like, oh, there's like a there's like a formula to these. Well, yeah, it's, I've I've never thought about video games like that. I've never I've never been like, I don't understand the layout of what is happening here. I just followed the story every time like Mario 64 was like you read the instructions and, and you play the game and then the shit happens and Bowser's the bad guy, Peach is the princess. And that was enough for me i think there's like a certain age or whatever a certain amount after like you're familiar enough with gaming as a kid that every new game you play doesn't feel like you're starting from scratch with gaming experience whether or not like you know you feel more comfortable with the controller like i think there's like a certain age at which you still have to look at the tutorial to know how to walk forward and then once you're like past that is when gaming like typically takes off like once you're aware of all like the universal controls like this yeah is usually used for this thing when every new game isn't starting from the very beginning of knowledge and you can use previous knowledge to like improve upon your next gaming adventure right being born into the joystick lifestyle though i once i picked it up it wasn't very much different it was like the joystick is how you move Born from your daddy's joystick. Use use the buttons to do stuff f- and figure out which which button does what. And then your I daddy put his joystick in your mom's port one. What a reference to the GameCube ports. There's Man, controller ports don't even fucking exist anymore. Dude, that was a thing up until I think like Wi- the Wii. Playing with wired controllers was so annoying. They still existed on the Xbox 360. All the way through its lifespan until the Xbox One. I I had multiple controllers that were wired. And once we finally started getting wireless ones, my brothers would always fight for the wireless one and the other two would be stuck with the wired That's ones. something that concerns me with the Metal Gear remakes that are coming out this year. Or maybe, like, I think they're coming out this year. Uh, Metal Gear Solid has the mechanic in the Psycho Mantis fight where you have to switch your controller port because you have to switch your controller from, like, port one to any other port. Uh, I think there's only two ports on the PS1. But we don't have controller ports anymore, so how does that fight even work if your system doesn't even have ports? They'll change it. You gotta switch from Joy-Con 1 to Joy-Con 2. How would they not change it? Well, I know they're gonna. Ch- they have to change it somehow. Well, there's a way to beat right. the fight without changing the controller port. I think eventually, through a lot of like spamming and like the game just like gives you an out eventually if you can't figure it out. Um, but I'm I'm curious like how they're gonna substitute that in the remakes. I'm gonna go to the bathroom while you figure that out. Now while you're pissing, think of me. Remember me. When you're trying to get pink eye, remember me. <laughs> Why would you be trying to get pink eye? I was just thinking about it with the bathroom, you know? I'd like to imagine that my face will appear in the toilet bowl. Like, <laughs> and we will see a vision of me. <laughs> like the fucking like, reflection in Mulan. <laughs> that, is, that is the true depths of depravity, is looking at your reflection in the toilet bowl. <laughs> you have any uh like gimmick from any game that's like just some like weird thing some weird gimmicks like the metal gear having to switch to controller port to uh anything like that that like you remember fondly or sticks out to you hmm. nothing uh, the thing is i didn't really play story-based games most of the time because I never owned my own system except when I had my own DS. Ah. But even then, my brothers also had DSs. 
So most of my childhood, it was playing games that are multiplayer, at least locally. We played Ridge Racer, played Burger King games that they got oh. in like the bargain bin, like Sneak King and uh, Bur there was like this Burger King like bumper pop car game there was like this burger king bike racing game that was actually like really good for some reason we played a shit ton of um like mario and sonic mario kart uh just anything that was like a party game is what we play so like most of those games don't use any like specific like insane ass like this sticks out as a unique mechanic because i didn't really play games where there were boss fights or anything yeah. What about something like on the DS? There's stuff like Brain Age Academy, where like you turn the system sideways to use it. I rem. You just unlocked the memory. I forgot about Brain Age. Yeah. Holy shit. Um. I, the thing is, I didn't play that much Brain Age because it would confuse me, and I'd get angry at it. <laughs> uh, I, I was stupid enough where some of those shits you had to do were. Five plus three. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that many fingers on this hand. What the fuck? How am I supposed to count if I'm holding the DS? <laughs> hey there, late night listeners. Thank you so much for listening to Late Night with Big and Wow. We're just taking a little break here to tell you about the Big Wow Big Patreon. Not only is it an extra step of support for the channel, it also has numerous benefits such as unreleased Big Wow Big content, exclusive patron live streams, and even getting to tell us what video to make. If you've got a heart in your chest and money in your wallet, then head over to patreon.com slash bigwowbig and join today. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. I think like maybe the only story-based game I had as a kid was Pokemon games. Like Pokemon Heart Gold, Pokemon Black for a short period of time before my brother lost my, my entire DS. Was it Pokemon Black? No, I'm thinking of Pokemon X and Y that had the, the Inke that you turn upside down. Is that X and Y? Yeah, they didn't start adding crazy-ass evolution methods like that until Gen 6, and I didn't yeah. play Gen 6 or Gen 7. I mean, since you were away when I asked the question, you got any, uh, any like, gimmicks or anything from a video game that stands out to you? So, stuff in, like, this type of, like... Having to switch like from controller port mechanic. one to two, some unique mechanic that like you remember fondly or sticks out to you. Maybe we should stop asking any memory based questions. <laughs> <laughs> remember the first time you shoved the cack up your ass? Yes. I remember that better than, is there any unique video game mechanic that really stuck out to you? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> uh, you're so mean to me. <laughs> Chandler, you get to see this firsthand how much Emmy fucking bullies me. I'm just trying to think. I hate one thing I hate is when I'm like clearly like sitting and thinking about an answer. Somebody's like, why aren't you fucking answering me? I'm like, why are you talking? I'm thinking. Shut the fuck up. That was like a huge that stuck out to me when I was a kid. I got yelled at all the time for. I got, you kind of get you kind of get this dead expression when you're I, thinking about stuff. I got, though. Yeah, yeah, and and nobody learns that. That's when I'm thinking. It's one face, and I look dead as shit. I can, I can tell when you're thinking. That's why I made the comment. Yeah, I realize you're gonna be thinking for a while. Right, it, but just like nobody seems to learn, except for like, obviously, you guys and some people now. But it's just like. It's such a pain in the ass. Any the, the actually, podcast listeners at like home for, don't know about like the twenty seconds of silence that will sometimes be cut out of episodes between questions. Right. Well, you got to leave that one in for context. Yeah. I had an idea in the bathroom that kind of relates to this like unique video game mechanic thing, and mm -hmm. I was like, th I was like thinking about because when I think of old games, most of what I think of usually is Zelda. And I was thinking about like how much I hated Zelda games sometimes as a kid because I couldn't figure out the puzzles and shit. Um, so I was like curious if you guys have any like genre of game that was just like your no go. Like I'll I'd rather unalive myself than play that kind of game or maybe a specific one. But for me, it was like puzzle games. Like I couldn't fuck with puzzle games just because I was I was too stupid. 
like I could figure out 3D platformers and I could figure out um like racing games or shooters, but I couldn't figure that shit out at all. Like I beat GoldenEye 007 as like a six year old, but I couldn't figure out Zelda as like a ten year old. And it just was too much. I still can't figure out most Zelda games. But like I at least now I have the competence to try and figure it out. And I also have the internet because this walks through of everything. But like if there was a mechanic or like a feature I don't know if there's anything like that from like childhood I only have such a extensive memory of video games because I didn't play that many for so long like a lot of my teens were spent trying to just survive and or smoking weed so I just like don't remember a lot of shit like i i hit call of duty really hard from like 2010 to 2012 or 13 and then i i fell off of that like i was just so into black ops when it came out and then the zombies also and i played the shit out of the multiplayer and the zombies in black ops and then black ops 2 came out and i played the shit out of the both in that and then modern warfare 3 came out and i did not play modern warfare 3 multiplayer that much what i played in that was spec ops I played the fuck out of that because it was basically like zombies, but it's just loads of troopers that come down from the sky and try to kill you instead. As for like a unique video game mechanic that stuck out to me, I'm trying to think of anything I've played. Like I didn't pick up gaming and take it very seriously until I was like 17 in, in the way of that's when I started playing Overwatch. And I don't know if any of the viewers or either of you know how extensive it was, but I've talked about it before. Uh, from like that point of starting Overwatch with the with the people I was playing it with at the time, I played Overwatch almost every day for like roughly under two years, and um, I ju I just got good at it and I was obsessed with it. But I don't know if I've actually played a boss fight in Undertale, but I find the boss fights in Undertale really interesting. Yeah. I find the way they do boss fights interesting, just because of. I mean, I find everything about Undertale interesting. It's why I bought it, but it's so it's so weird, and I I enjoy games that are like really obscure. It's why like I play all the indie horror games I do because they're all so weird. You know, it's times like these that it's tragic that we don't have a video version of this podcast for the past two minutes of you explaining this, and Chandler and I both just sitting here, just like stroking our facial hair. But like the past, I, I noticed it like halfway through That's that true. we're both just like just rubbing our chins. Mm hmm. <laughs> As I was thinking of a way to respond to Emmy's question about what type of games I wouldn't want to play, because as a kid, I did not care. But I will say, you saying Undertale reminded me that anytime I found out a fan base of something was cringe, I would avoid it. Like, I never played Undertale because I saw all the Undertale shit posting. I'm like, wow. Like, the game looks not bad, but wow. I don't want to be associated yeah. with these people. Yeah, I was never... That's, like, the only thing I can think of. I never jumped on an, on a stan or anti-stan train. I just... I, I always have had a policy that I'm just going to play games and base them solely on my experience. I do the same thing with movies or music or whatever it is hard for me sometimes to get somebody's opinion out of my head if it's like somebody personal and they give me their take and it's really like extreme one way or the other it's hard for me not to be a little influenced by it whether i'm against them or with them most of the time because like internet spoilers have never really ruined anything for me like there's a lot of movies that were spoiled for me and i still had the same reaction i would have because you're a spoiled little baby well Honestly, that catches me so off guard. I don't even know what you mean by that as a joke or seriously. You're not affected by spoilers because you are spoiled. Yeah, but like not really. <laughs> like I see what you're going for there, but I'm also kind of confused at that statement. It's just wordplay. Yes, but but it doesn't work. The because the yeah, person I mean the wordplay sure, doesn't make Yeah, sense. but you don't have to take it in that context though. I can I can say I can make the joke that Chandler is gay. That doesn't Your joke that sucks. doesn't mean that you have to be gay for it to be funny. 
I guess, but I didn't understand. I can call you something like I'm calling you a name. Like I, I don't think you're actually spoiled. I, I just, just think it's funny to. I think it's funny scenario. to call, I can call you, you Franklin. And just because that's not legal doesn't mean it's not funny. You forgot to add slash J after <laughs> you said yeah, that. That's why I didn't understand. That's why we didn't get it because we're speaking on the internet. You got to use your whatever the fuck those things are called. Yeah, this is red cord. Hello, my fellow redditors. Uh, thank you for the karma. Thank you for the upvotes. I think that my joke was very simple, and both of you are just a little bit silly. Okay, well, being... <laughs> be, being the two people <laughs> on top... <laughs> like, it's so funny that me and Chandler in this Discord call, my perspective, are the two on top and me as the one on the bottom, <laughs> and then the joke thing is so funny. You just want to be mean just to me again. I'm being bullied. I'm, it's bullying. It's happening again. I didn't want to be. I didn't. I didn't want to be mean to you. Your joke didn't you make see, any fucking sense. I understand you see, what you were going your, for now. Your jokes are still fine because you're punching up. But I can't make jokes about you because then I'd be punching down, and those are not. Those are not cool. Those jokes are not okay. I don't know. Maybe explaining for the past two minutes why my joke wasn't funny might be punching down a little bit anyway uh, 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 uh. just imagine the visual of me punching downwards uh, another uh, game i remembered uh. that was one of my first was donkey kong 64 which i also have not touched since then because nobody's re-released it or anything uh, i'm th thinking about an hd release of that is kind of crazy but i don't not that I think that will happen. I just think it would be really funny for them to like rebuild that game for the ground up for no reason. I think Nintendo's greedy asses will eventually get around to it. Well, no, they don't own Rare anymore. Well, well, yeah, but they oh, wait, but they right. put they put Banjo on the N sixty four thing. They're probably gonna put. They Donkey had to license that though specifically for Smash. They had to like get that from Microsoft. Right. But they also gave them Banjo-Kazooie for the N64 console. The things that Rare games, the Rare collection, all of that is a part of Game Pass, which is like a big thing that dissuades it from ever coming to Nintendo anymore, is that, that, makes, is that Rare is kind of a Microsoft exclusive. Just like Activision Blizzard about to be. But just seeing that a game made by the same people who made Donkey Kong 64 is on the N64 Virtual Console and it's just as big of a hit, I could totally see it coming to that. It's possible. Especially since Microsoft and Nintendo have worked together for that. There's like a certain era of like N64 stuff that is like, because Donkey Kong was licensed too rare to make those games. So like Donkey Kong 64 possibly could happen, but that would come at the cost of like a lot of, a lot of legality between them and Microsoft. Of who actually owns the rights to that game. I don't fucking know. Now, actually, I'm pretty, uh, knowledgeable in video game lore. Let <laughs> me type my Reddit comment to prove you wrong. I've played all six Phoenix Wright games. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've played all 64 Nintendos on the Nintendo 64, so I think <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I've played all 64 of the Nintendo games. Mm, yes, that's right. My date said no to prom, and I said, OBJECTION! <laughs> OBJECTION! OBJECTION, why won't you go with an eighth guy like me? <laughs> OBJECTION, I present the evidence that you're a shallow bitch. I was only asking you out of pity anyways. <laughs> me and my fedora shall go elsewhere. Me and my toupee. <laughs> what, like having a toupee in like, middle school? Have a toupee in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking, like, some, like, eighth grader just, like, shaves his head bald to be, like, one punch man, but then has to get a toupee. <laughs> I fucking, I knew a guy who legitimately just, like, he just fucking, like, at, like, the age of, like, 16, just, like, shaved his head bald and was a massive <laughs> fan of one punch man. I don't know about you guys, but I always get the masculine urge every now and again to shave my head bald. I've never had the urge to shave it bald. I have ended. But I I do have the urge to, like, cut it shorter. I always, every time that I wear my hair down, which is very rare, because uh, my hair is, al is up almost 24-7, I always have it, like, it kind of goes down to one side. And the side that isn't, like, because it's, like, everything, you know, that kind of, like, that kind of hairstyle that everybody has now, where it's, like, shaved on the sides and then it, like, swoops, you know, like, Pidgeotto on the top. 
I had that when my hair was shorter. <laughs> what a specific hairstyle reference. Yeah. <laughs> PGO now. <laughs> exactly. Um, you are right, though. And so, like, my hair, since it's longer, it's it's kind of like that, but it goes down to one side. So, like, there's one side of my head that's completely, like, unaffected by that, and I just kind of have to sweep around to the back. And I get tempted to shave that side of my head. I have kind of an issue recent years with dandruff. Oh. And my, my theory is that if I shave my head fully, it'll be way easier to get rid of the dandruff. Okay, but you know what's going to happen, though, if you have dandruff? and you shave your head bald is that you're just going to have a flaky head. Yeah, but that's like way easier to fix. Your head is going to look like the the salt flats. You see, it would initially, but I feel like it would be way easier to make it not look like the salt flats when there's nothing else in the way to like actually apply stuff to make it to like fix it. I mean, you can still apply stuff to your Well, yeah, but it's like an it's an uphill battle and like I forget a lot of the time. Do you not it's, use, like, anti-dandruff shampoo, like, head and shoulders or anything? I did for a while, and I haven't bought any in a while, so, so it kind of just sticks around. So your preference would be to shave your head bald before just switching back to dandruff shampoo? <laughs> my No, I would use it. I feel like it. What my theory is that it would any, like, method like that would be, like, way more effective and work way faster without Yeah, it's effect. the nuclear option. Yes, exactly. I've, I, uh, there's a reason I haven't acted on it. You, you fucking, you're burning down the house to kill the ants. Yeah, there's a reason why I haven't done it, but I've thought about it. It's like, I hate headaches so much, for example. So sometimes I think, well, headaches are caused <laughs> by the pressure in your head. So if I stab a hole in my head, it'll, <laughs> it'll release the pressure. I've literally thought, like, I have, like, that intrusive thought where I just take a knife and stab the side of my head. To make a hole so that the pressure. You got Civil War brain. <laughs> you got like Civil War era <laughs> medicine brain. Just like, oh, open up the skull <laughs> to relieve pressure. <laughs> you see, technically it would work. But, um, Although my head would still probably hurt for a different was reason. Is it breezy in here for anyone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, had a, I had a radio antenna go through my head. Damn. You want to tell that story? I was, it was on my fucking birthday too. <laughs> it was like my birthday. I don't remember which one, one of the kid ones. Um, Somebody just took a radio antenna, stabbed it in your forehead and went, Pikmin! I don't remember why, but I was like trying to, what is like, what is like, what is like the word I was trying to like show, I guess... I was trying to show that I could like fall and it wouldn't hurt or something. Like you were trying to just like some you kid thing. Fall. Yeah, you're you're trying to flex, I guess. And then you were like trying to do a stage fall where it looks like you fell and hurt yourself, but like it's all like controlled. Right? Something like that, I guess. Yeah. And I fell on a radio, and the antenna went through my head. And all all the only memory I have of the wound is just seeing blood come out of a little hole in my head um which way did it uh go through like where in your head it went through like the back somewhere it went like straight through like like right in that like around like the spine that little like arch um like the nape of your neck like pro no it went like through my head it went like, like the top oh shit the top? yeah it went like somewhere back here i think right between the plates like, did it go through one side and come out the other, or did it just, like, kind of get stabbed in there? No, it just kind of got, I, no, it did not go through my entire head. No. <laughs> it's like a superhero origin story. I don't remember, but it probably was, like, like condensed all the way. The, like, antenna, how you could, like, stretch it out further. It was probably condensed uh, all the way, and that's why it didn't go as uh, far. Um, That's why it didn't, like, kill me or do severe brain damage. But it did, and I... I don't remember anything about it. In fact, I remember I remember something else happening after that, but I don't know if it was after that. But also like my sister and two of our friends were there and I don't I I just remember like f like trying to be like I can fall and it won't hurt. And I don't remember actually falling on the antenna. And then I don't remember anything that actually happened after I just 
don't like I I literally don't remember if that led to any kind of like hospital trip or anything. I don't remember. It probably it probably didn't. I don't remember though. Oh, our child's been impaled. We'll just walk it off. <laughs> I mean, maybe it did. I I really right, right in the fucking back of their skull. I really don't remember. My name's Emmy, and due to a tragic radio accident <laughs> when I was younger, I became. Radio woman using the power of radio <laughs> waves. <laughs> I don't remember much about any of that stuff. Like, if I remember correctly, there was some bike accident that I had in my neighborhood, but I don't remember anything about it. I just remember very little. I, I remember things that happened, but I guess, like, nothing about them. You know those little them. smiley face balls that people put on the end of their car antennas? Mm-hmm. You were that. You were that for a moment. I think there was a gnat that's been flying around my room, and it landed on my screen. And it landed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, right, no. the second gnat has hit the screen. Hold on, there's a gnat on no, my screen. It's, 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 it's funny because it's literally on your face, Emmy. It's where it is. It's like on, it's like, okay, now it's on your, uh, <laughs> all right, I, all right, I gotta, I gotta act fast, I feel like it has a fast reaction time. This is why we need a video version, Mia, this is why we need that. Chandler, set your, like, set your monitor to, like, rainbow gradient two times speed and just give it a seizure. <laughs> wait, 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 no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna squish it on my screen. <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> but now it's like this indent on my screen. Now I gotta try to get it off. Wait, what? There's a second one. You were right. You just fucking a second screen. He had a friend. No, that one got away. <laughs> FBI, open up. That one escaped. For context, since we don't have a video version of our show yet, we Chandler was like, "It's on you, like on your window and in Discord," and I just like started like flailing around. Yeah, I try to get these bug guts off. Trying to scare it. He started like juking the fly. Yeah, you should get it off. It's like a permanent hole in the screen now. Use your frog tongue and stick it. (laughs) (laughs) I would never kill a fly like on my screen i just i i couldn't i've done it a couple times well i'm realizing now it wasn't the best if i if i do usually i i i will like smush it with a paper towel and pull it off i think i got it now but i think the second one escaped which means there's still a gnat in my room dude that that like gnat is gonna haunt your computer you're gonna be having like graphics card issues in like a month and you won't know why I've already been had graphics card issues just occasionally throughout the year, and then I do the same the 3090 thing. 3090 failing you? It's a 3070. 3070? Occasionally, it'll, it, I, my computer just won't turn on, like the screens won't do anything. And Damn. then I gotta take my computer apart, take out the CMOS battery, and reset it, and it fixes it every single time. Why not just replace the battery? Well, because the CMOS battery isn't what's failing, but the CMOS battery fixes everything by resetting it somehow. Have you tried updating your motherboard BIOS? Little Q flash? I uh, can't say that I have done that. I wouldn't. I w- Worth trying. Look up your uh, you look up your motherboard and see if there's driver updates for it. Put it on a flash drive and boot it. That helped me with some stuff. I'll look into it if it happens. It hasn't happened in a long time, so I'm hoping that all those hiccups are kind of gone. Stuff like that can also just sometimes be Windows being dumb. I've been having an issue of like sometimes I unplug. Uh, a video device like the Elgato and uh, it'll just like it'll just blue screen my computer although technically green screen because I'm on an insider build of Windows right now and I'm trying to get unenrolled from it I have to wait for a major update for that to happen if I don't want to delete all my inform- all my data so I get like specific crashes to that version don't sign up for Windows Insider because you want to test one feature it's impossible to unenroll interesting I have never even gotten blue screened once on this computer. I've never gotten a blue screen. I've been blue screened three times on this computer. I I was scrolling TikTok last night, just doom scrolling, and I got like that that oh, thing that pops up. I got that thing that popped up that's like, hey, you've been scrolling for a really long time. I hate those. And I scrolled past that, and I was like, I'm not listening to that. I'm not doing that. And then a couple posts later, I was scrolling, scrolling, and then the app crashed. And I was like, well, I guess that's it. Dude, doom scrolling is so real, dude. I'd be getting, I'd be getting like, political posts. And, like, once I watch one, the algorithm will just start recommending more. And 
And so I would just, it would just be people ranting about some like huge problem in today's society or something really shitty the government's about to do. And then I just like, wow, society's horrible. And then I see a cute dog video. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> awesome. Dopamine reset scrolling again. Exactly. It's like a, so it's a wave of emotions. I get like a cute cat video and then like 20 Reddit TTS like movies and like like soap cutting next to like Oppenheimer and shit. It could be the most horrific scene from a movie. It could be like a man watching his child get skinned alive and next to it will be a fucking Minecraft parkour. Yeah, Minecraft. No, I was literally watching like (laughs) some like horrible scene from a movie. I like I, I got the image in my head. I don't remember what it was. I think you know what it was. It was somebody reacting to what's the name of that anime where, like, in the first episode, like a goblin like essays like one of the characters. It's like know. super controversial. It's like a berserk. <laughs> I don't know. There's one specific anime where, like, the very the very beginning, there's just immediately like that type of scene, and there's it's somebody reacting to it all the way up to the point where something like where it actually happens and then like the top goes away and it's just him reacting going oh what what and and there's just minecraft for mario kart port yeah. wow wow there's <laughs> <laughs> minecraft porn mario kart porn fuck porn. i said i said minecraft porn and then i said minecraft car porn what the fuck <laughs> i just couldn't get i couldn't get out the right word minecraft parkour below it Yes. You know that that brings up a good question though. You ever you ever watch Minecraft porn unironically? Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Glad we're in agreement. <laughs> I've never it's a type of thing though. you you just carry I actually have never watched FNAF porn. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Yeah. <laughs> now the same cannot be said about oh, Overwatch. Your local fuzzy. Oh my god, Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not like, not like the normal shit though. <laughs> Apparently, the most porn that I'm exists in it for that of... nerdy shit. I'm just kidding. Anything Apparently, is the Pokemon. most porn. Yeah, it's That's Pokemon. Six yeah. foot horthcock. Horthcock. All the all the Pokemon porn is like super sus though. I've seen. I was shown one video of a hypno hypnotizing Misty. Oh no! By a friend. That's what I'm saying. It's either like animal genitalia or like the or like the ten year olds or like it's so bad. The only other Pokemon porn video I've seen is a parody where it's like an actual like porn, like not like animated or anything, like actual porn like parody of Pokemon. Just like just some random hot girls dressing up as Pokemon trainers. <laughs> you know, I I can say pretty comfortably that I'm into some furry shit, but like I I do not get the shit that's like the animal genitalia. It's you know if I'm if I'm looking yeah. at at some furry porn and it's like a dog penis, like why not? Why why that though? That's like a step too far. That's that's too far. That that's that's way too close to an animal at that point. That is an animal. That's bestiality. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly think, what that is. Like I'm not I'm not into it, but I can understand like the anthropomorphized like yeah. I mean, with human yeah. features, like yeah. it, with the human features up to the point that they give it a fucking horse cock, like. Well, I see no problem with like, that. Like, it's one thing to have the saying <laughs> of a horse. <laughs> okay, well, we don't have to draw the line there. Yeah. Um, Jeez, thin line. Relax. It's <laughs> it's one thing to say, like, that somebody has a horse cock. It's another thing for it to be an actual horse's cock. No, because there's, like, so many videos of, like, 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 I don't, I don't watch horse cock porn please it's so that. funny seeing the fucking vape cloud go through your pop filter i hold on wait i didn't see it <laughs> just watch it fucking diffuse through there wait that looks sick <laughs> wait that looks awesome that looks sick uh, anyway i was gonna say it's always like the giant cock like ripping through the woman's stomach and shit and um oh, uh, the i hate shit. like yeah i i hate like I have watched some hentai. I'm not really that into hentai, but like I hate that like hentai trope where it's like coming out of like it's like going all the way. You can see the indent of it yeah, in your stomach. Yeah. Shish kebab. <laughs> like 
You know what would actually happen if you could see that? She'd be dead. She would yeah. be dead. That's yeah. just not attractive like, I'm about to me not. at all. <laughs> I need this video yeah. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about anatomically correct. We got fucking size 60 double D titties in here. It's always like Feudinari too that like has But at least those... those are physically possible technically. Some people have titties True. that big. It's like sure, like they no have dick is big enough to do that to a woman. Have you seen Ganondorf? <laughs> God, there's so much. Ganondorf porn. isn't real. He can't fuck you. Don't you dare fucking say that. <laughs> have you ever seen that clip of Zelda porn that went around on the internet? Because it's like a normal part of the video, and it's just like Zelda being like, "So, anal." Yes, there's oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. They're literally just ha do having like a random wholesome moment, and just just out of nowhere, she just looks at him like, "So, anal?" Yeah, I love the 3D render. That's like the the guff trop image of like the 3D render of Link, it like being cross dressed by Zelda and Urbosa, and it just says Link's Awakening. Yeah, there is a there is a video, in fact, that is the two of them. Being like, Link, we can guide you in the ways of taking dick. <laughs> yeah. Herbosa's <laughs> <laughs> strap is now ready. I said what? I didn't like Zelda as a kid for a reason. I like it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever since they added buff women, that, that changes it a lot. I've played the horn of the wild. <laughs> Breath of the Cum. God, why did they bring... They didn't bring back Cass. For Brett, for Tears of the Kingdom. There's no Cass. There's a different bird guy who I also mm. like. His name is Penn, but there's no Cass. They took away one of my husbands. I don't even know that character. He's the one with the accordion, and he goes. The only like, like my character in CFDs was like. Yeah, exactly. The only Dilf I remember from Breath of the Wild is the the Zora guy. I don't remember his name. Yes, I didn't. Everyone fucking loses it to that guy. Absolutely. You know, my favorite Breath of the Wild character that isn't Link is the king from the tutorial. Because, spoiler alert, that's how far <laughs> I got in the game. I played one hour of Breath of the Wild, and that is my only Zelda experience ever. I haven't played any other Zelda game. That is the only one I played, and I barely got into it. Congratulations, you found all four spirit orbs. Now all you have to do is get out while you still can. <laughs> I think I have about 200 hours in uh, Tears of the Kingdom now. I don't have Tears of the Kingdom still. I'm probably not going to get it. I don't care. But I have it because my brother bought it. Oh, well. I have the only reason I had Breath of the Wild is because my brother bought it. I mean, it's, it's good. And like everything else on the Switch I what bought. What else like does your brother have? The Switch. He bought the Switch, <laughs> Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, and like that's about and every other game like Smash Bros, Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Switch Sports, all the Pokemon games I bought. I've definitely spent more money on that Switch than he has like with the Switch and like those two games. I mean, technically I have a big penis because my brother has one. There's so Don't many. act like you don't understand my joke. There's so many. No, there's just so many things wrong with yeah. it. It caught me off guard. <laughs> no, my reaction was just nonverbal. The two of you fucking ganging up against me. This sucks. My my first. Well, no, I, I, I wasn't. I didn't think that was bad. I didn't think that was a bad joke. I just didn't react like. Ah, ha, 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 ha. I reacted like. I was going off at Emmy's reaction. No, because I was my first. My first thought was like, oh, that's a good joke. And then my second thought was, wait, brother. And then I like had to process that. We just had delayed so reactions. It slowed me and down. You couldn't handle it. You had PTSD Man. from your first roasting. Yeah, exactly. Because you both fucking dead stared at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some of the jokes don't land. You gotta be able. So what to happens take if it. you if you pull down your ass at the talent show? People are gonna stare at you. That's what happens. But you. But then you say after the fact, yeah, it was a good joke. Okay. So then. What the fuck? Just because the joke's good doesn't mean I'm going to laugh at it if I have to, like, think about it. Yeah, but you're still just going to make it weird. Make it weird how? You said my, you said your brother's dick is big. Yeah, but then you reacted in a way that, in, that was to make me uncomfortable. 
I reacted by chuckling that was not audible enough and turning my head to the side, which is something I do when I think something is funny, but not like... Well, if you want to hear that chuckle, check us out on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, the, we're going to be posting a bunch of... Uh, Chandler chuckle compilation. You know, you know those like porn videos that aren't any porn, but it's just an audio roleplay? It's going to be yeah. that of me, but it's just me <laughs> chuckling the whole time. Yeah. Chandelier chuckles yeah. <laughs> to get you off. Chuckleer. That's, that's some straight up fetish video. And I'm not even gonna like. I'm not even gonna like guide you. Be like, I'm gonna chuckle for you. I'm not gonna do any of that. I'm just gonna go straight into just chuckling, just from second one. I'll just be chuckling the whole time. Be like a two hour long manifesto. I just imagine those like dick rating videos. I just imagine that, but it's you doing the dick rating, and it's like you know that the humiliation face. Just turn your head away with your like the way you laugh. Like now, if I had to rate that penis, I'd say solid shaft. Tip needs some work. Maybe trim up the hair a little bit. Sold 5.5 out of 10. <laughs> I would I would 100% if I ever did a dick rating video, which I probably will never <laughs> will because I don't want to rate penises. But I would, I, if I if that were to happen in some way, some weird circumstance where it would happen, I would 100% like just do a Gordon Ramsay impression like I'm, like I'm rating a dish from someone from Top Chef. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can just, we can do that live right now. Come on, Emmy. Oh my god, what's that? 